Welcome back to Considerations from the Country from the Deeper Dive Podcast. My name is Bill Winnell. Once again, as always, joined by Father Larry Swink. Good morning, Father. Hey, Bill. What's going on? Today is Monday of the fourth week of Advent, getting closer. And today, Father is going to reflect on the gospel according to St. Luke. In the days of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah of the priestly division of Abijah. His wife was from the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. Both were righteous in the eyes of God, observing all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blamelessly. But they had no child because Elizabeth was barren, and both were advanced in years. Once when he was serving as a priest in his division's turn before God, according to the practice of the priestly service, he was chosen by lot to enter the sanctuary of the Lord to burn incense. Then when the whole assembly of the people was praying outside at the hour of the incense offering, the angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing at the right of the altar of incense. Zechariah was troubled by what he saw, and fear came upon him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, because your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall name him John. And you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He will drink neither wine nor strong drink. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb, and he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. He will go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of fathers toward children, and the disobedient to the understanding of the righteous, to prepare a people fit for the Lord. Then Zechariah said to the angel, How shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife is advanced in years. And the angel said to him in reply, I am Gabriel, who stand before God. I was sent to speak to you and to announce to you this good news. But now you will be speechless and, uh, and unable to talk until the day these things take place, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled at their proper time. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah and were amazed that he stayed so long in the sanctuary. But when he came out, he was unable to speak to them, and they realized that he had seen a vision in the sanctuary. He was gesturing to them, but remained mute. Then when his days of ministries were completed, he went home. After this time, his wife Elizabeth conceived, and she went into seclusion for five months, saying, So has the Lord done for me at a time when he has seen fit to take away my disgrace before others. Father. Okay. Well, you know, today we have this uh, gospel that usually is the one read on the Monday before Christmas. And uh, I've always been sort of uh, baffled about, you know, why Zachariah gets punished and Our Lady sort of, you know, when she kind of uh, speaks back to the angel, nothing happens to her. And, you know, from a, a glancery appearance, uh, just a look at this, it seems that it's unfair that Zachariah gets kind of, you know, suspended and Our Lady off the hook, but um, because it's it's almost the exact same story. And so the question is, why Zachariah goes deaf and why does Mary get praised for her faith, even though she retorted back with a question? Well, it's really the way that they responded. Uh, there's a lot that we cannot uh, hear through, you know, with like when you just read something, sometimes we don't hear the reflection of the voice. We don't hear uh, the attitude that's being saying, the way that they're looking at the person. But let's look at the similarities of these two stories that, you know, the Annunciation and Zacharias and Gabriel coming to Zachariah. First, both were troubled and the angel Gabriel approaches them. Now, first off, we got to get out of our mind like this, like when an angel comes, it's like this huge, like He-Man 
sort of like powerful figure. It was, it's not like this cute little baby. This is like this massive, uh, amazing, uh, all, all inspiring, uh, vision that both of them had as is evidence. So they by, were troubled as is evidence. That? By everyone that an angel ever appeared to in the Bible had the same reaction. They're like, Whoa. I mean, yeah. they just knew it's a messenger from God. Yep. Like this is not normal. This is uh, this, this being is celestial. Okay. Secondly, Gabriel assures both says, don't be afraid. So and Gabriel says, don't be afraid. They're like, well, yeah, but I got this huge angel sitting in front of me. You're telling me not to be afraid. Um, three, both are given the name of the coming child, John and Jesus. Gabriel says of both children, he will be great. The work, and then for, uh, next, the work of the Holy Spirit is referenced on both cases. And both Zachariah and Mary respond with a question. And eventually, both Zachariah and Mary uh, exalt the Lord with a canticle. One is from Zechariah, we get the canticle of Zechariah, which we use in morning prayer, and then we get the Magnificat, which we use in evening prayer from uh, from Our Lady. Okay, so very similar stories, but totally different reactions from the from the angel Gabriel to both of them. Um, now, I read an article about this, and it said that if you look at the original translation of Zechariah's response, it would have been more rightly translated from the original language, which more than likely was Greek. Um, and cause Luke was, uh, speaking to a Greek population, um, it would have been this, um, and it's not a, a perfect translation, but according to what will I know this was more that how you would have said it according, like, in other words, prove to me that this is true. Right. So he's like, he's kind of retorting with like, wait a minute, my wife is like up in age, like, come on, give me some, give me some proof, big guy about why. This is why this is. And then Mary's translation was more like, or the way she, her response was, is that she, she, the, the question she gives back to the angel is not on how she will know, but simply on how this mysterious birth will come about. Cause she says, how will this be since I do not know man? Right. So in other words, it's not so much. She doesn't believe she's like, okay, well, how's this going to happen? So notice that Zachariah, um, needs to know before he does and Mary uh, assents with her will and then she comes to an understanding later and uh, I think that's a kind of a way of looking at it and I think I remember reading uh, a homily by uh, St. John Vianney where a woman came to complaining to him because she's like you don't spend enough time with the women and John Vianney said well madam that's because it takes four times as much effort to convert a man than a woman and I thought about that and it's it that's so true because men uh, well let's look at the difference between the response of this woman Mary the perfect woman and this imperfect man Zachariah who's a good man by the way a holy man goes to church he's a priest is men tend to not do things or follow their heart per se they need to wrap their minds around it first in other words before I can believe I got to totally understand why this is you know cuz I have to know where did it come from uh, who's got the authority? Uh, who are you to tell me this? Um, women, on the other hand, they'll follow their heart and then down the road come to this understanding um, through study, but it's more they follow their heart first. And I think that's why, you know, women just always say things like, oh, you know, I just felt the Lord call my heart to do this. And, you know, I, uh, why is this? I just don't know. I just know it's God's will. And guys are not so into that. Uh, I think we are more intellectual by nature and this is not, you know, one case fits all on both sides, of course, but 
uh, we tend to be look at things at, through reason. And um, so we have to look at faith. Faith is uh, no is assenting and then later coming to understanding. But it's assenting something to something we can, cannot completely, completely understand. So I guess the, the, the question or the way we should look at this is, do we have the heart of Mary and the mind of Zechariah? Right? Because I think one of the problems we have today in our church is too many people will not do any kind of study, theological study. Um, they'll just say, well, that's just the way it is. And, you know, the church says so, but they would, but then they get cornered. They have no way of just explaining it. And I think Mary, after the fact, probably did some studies of her scripture and came to this knowledge, but she did assent first. So it's almost like, you know, let, let's take an example. Let's say, for instance, maybe a typical example, like let's say you know, a person goes to church and the priest preaches about divorce and remarriage and he does it in a correct way, not an incorrect way. And he says, look, here's the deal. If you got married in the church and you divorced and you got married outside of the church, you're in the state of, of adultery. Maybe he doesn't say it that clearly. Um, from my experience, usually the woman's like, oh man, you know, like sometimes she'll be like, she'll feel like he's right. We got to do something about it. And then, so she comes to see the priest. Then she says, well, why is that? Like explain to me, you know, I know I just felt you were right, but explain why. And then you explain, she says, okay, that makes sense. It doesn't feel right. I mean, I, 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 you know, I, it's hard to accept that. And then she has to convince the husband and that takes a long time uh, of the same matter. So once again, it's like, I think there's a beauty of um, women's hearts where they just sort of gravitate to the truth, but then they come to know it. And guys, there's something powerful about them. We we want to know. And so we, once again, faith is, uh, theology is important, which we need that. That's what Zachariah is looking for, a theological explanation. Well, okay, tell me how this is going to happen. Show me in the scriptures. And he's like, poof, no, you didn't believe. But Mary believed, and then she came to understand. So we have to have... We've got to be like Mary, that we we follow our heart and then we come to the understanding uh, later. Okay, so Zachariah, he got it later. He got it, he got it be- better later because he had a lot of time to sit in silence and think about it and, and study the matter on his own. All right. So, all right. Hope you guys are all getting ready for Christmas and getting you know getting things prepared and uh, we are getting closer and closer to that big day. So, the intercession of Our Lady and also Zachariah. May God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.